uh, speaking of the topic for today, is in there? Do you? There? Are, are we going to announce what the topic for the day is? Is in there? <laughs> Relationships, mm. love, business, and friendship. And I actually added one: family. I forgot. I forgot all about family. Fuck them kids. I mean, fam- <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I forgot all about. It. I mean, I literally got all the way down here, and then I was like. Oh, yeah, I forgot about family, huh? Okay, guys, so relationships, love, biz, friends, and family. Mm. Mm. You know how to relate with your stepmom and then your stepsister? It's so weird. Mine got stuck in the dryer. Especially the other day. when they got stuck the somewhere. Way that I could get her out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. With my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird, bro, you know? And then, it, and then it's so weird, like. I caught my Cause you, sister. Because you, you know, want to help was, like, You want to help him, right? Yeah. You want to like, like, stop. I caught my stepsister. Yeah. Like going through my <laughs> underwear drawer. Really? And sniffing them. Yeah. It was so weird. What? Yeah. The only way I could get her to stop was, you know, shoving my dick down her throat. Damn. Yeah. It was, and did she so, stop? It was, I mean, she did for a few minutes. And then she kept going? Yeah. So you fuck her? Yeah, I did. And yeah. then she stopped? Uh, no, she just did. So you have to call your stepmom, man. Exactly. It's a family affair now. Damn. Yeah. Bro, I hope that gets... Man, I wish you the best. Thanks. Thanks. I'm going to be praying for you tonight. Thank you. You should. That's just not... That's not good, man. I know. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I don't know what to do now. I'm going to have to call your stepdad, too. (laughs) (laughs) What about a (laughs) step-grandma? Only if she takes her gums out. Oof. I mean, her teeth. Only if she takes her teeth out. Oof. If she takes her gums out, she ain't gonna have nothing in her mouth. But then it- Is that just a big pile of milk? No, it's a tea. Uh, milk tea. Uh, what kind of what kind of tea? Uh promignate. Detox. Are you coming down right now? You detoxing, Doctor Dre? Detoxing. You know, I've been so toxic all this time, dude. And after, after doing all my research about relationships, I just want to detox myself. Do you think anybody knows that this is just a shit show by now? I mean, it's like a shit show, and then half informational. I mean, where do you think that's what makes it special? What makes this special is that we're real. We're not trying to pretend that we're than all-knowing people. I'm not all-knowing. That's what I'm saying. So we're real. You know? We're just real. So we can talk bullshit, but at the same time, we can bring the facts and stuff that is real. And the thing is, like, if we just have, like, because that's the thing, man. Like, we're, we're being ourselves. We can privatize ourselves to being ourselves. Deprive ourselves. You know what I mean? So this works because we are being ourselves. I just don't think I could talk like a professor or a clinician or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, you were as fuck to hear you talk like Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah. You can't. I can't. I gotta say fuck in there, dude. Exactly. And there's nothing there's nothing mm. wrong with it. Is it in there? It's in there. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just... Like, dude, in a world where there's a lot of fucking copies, we have to be ourselves. D. 
deal. Amen, brother. Hallelujah. 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 All right, man. So, basically today, I wanted to go over, like, some attributes and things of each type of relationship and then kind of see where they cross over, what the differences are, things like that. And I want to challenge you. You can challenge me all you want. Because, so this is something that I realized as I was going through these things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So relationships, when it comes to love, uh, I mean, all of them, actually. Um, I'm going to talk on the codependent side. Yeah. Because we can know the attributes and stuff, but I realize that I know all that stuff. But my codependency doesn't allow me to create like a connection. I mean, you can know how to be loyal. You can know how to trust people. You can know like, how to do these things. Right. But with codependency, there's kind of like a limitation. Or I guess we built walls so we don't really connect with people. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I gotcha. Because like whenever... So, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this as an example. So, we're going to talk about love. I taught... I taught... I knew what that was, how it worked. But then after realizing that I was codependent, I like my whole reality just completely shattered. Mm-hmm. So if you ask me if I know how to create a uh, a healthy relation, loving relationship, I really don't. Right. Well, Eddie, today we're going to talk about some healthy attributes of relationships. Okay. And we're going to run through it. It's all in there. It's, oh, in, yeah. it's in there. Let's go. <clears throat> Today's podcast is sponsored by Starbucks Nitro Cold Brew. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Bluetooth. <laughs> and Bluetooth. If you mix them together, it's a hell of a boner. Woo! Let's go, brother. <laughs> I got such a boner, it went to my throat. <laughs> oh, f- <laughs> All right, so first off, we can start with the glorious love life, okay? All right, so whenever you think about a, what, what like a healthy relationship would look like, I think a lot of us tend to think about like movies and TV shows and stuff like that, you know, where everything is all glitter and gold, Mm -hmm. and... Sometimes maybe we we get what isn't healthy also from movies and TV shows where they're like, you know, fighting and throwing each other's shit out the window when they're breaking up and all this crazy shit, right? So, in my opinion, there's like, mm, I don't know, probably like 10 things that are like super important to have a healthy relationship with somebody, right? So the first one, which I think is kind of where the whole relationship starts from like whenever you meet somebody and you get to know somebody is respect. And it's not just like, you know, I like you, so I respect you. It's like knowing the person's values, knowing about their life, knowing what they've come from, accepting what they've come from and knowing where they would like to be in, you know, their future or whatever. And then also knowing their boundaries, 
which those are like some of the first things that you get to know whenever you start to talk to people, right? So I think respect is like the, it's kind of like the groundwork. Like that's what starts everything, right? Because then you talk to each other, you get to know each other, you learn about their family maybe, you learn about their job, you learn about their hobbies and everything. And then values-wise, I mean, if they're religious, you learn about their religion. Um, If they're not religious, you learn about that, and that becomes an even bigger thing that you have to be respectful of because, you know, everybody's got different preferences. So, So I think respect is like the groundwork, right? Then you have trust. You have to be able to have some respect in somebody to trust them, right? Because, I mean, you, you're you not just going to, like, walk up to a stranger who you don't have any res- any real deep-seated respect for it and trust them, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to be like, hey, I'm drunk. Will you come pick me up and take me home? Mm-hmm. Can I trust you not to fuck with my wallet? Can I trust you not to rape me? Like, all this shit, right? Like, you need that trust. And then, obviously, down the line, trust becomes even more important because, you know, you got to feel like you're secure in the relationship and you got to you gotta know that they're with you and they're not fucking around and they have to kind of, I don't want to say they have to show that, but, like, it has to be apparent, right? So how do you think you gain that trust with that person? Because I think that's an important, that's an important thing for people like me. Mm-hmm. With codependency issues, yeah, to learn. So I'm gonna give your point, and then I'm gonna give you, okay, my view of things. So trust to me is kind of like one of those things that you have to build over time, right? But I think in the beginning, it just kind of starts off with like, if you're open and honest with people about what you want, and they're open and honest with you too then I think that is a trustworthy thing. If you're open and honest about what you want out of the relationship and they don't really respond, then I think that that would be kind of an untrustworthy thing because they're not being open and honest with you. Mm -hmm. So how can you trust somebody if they're not being, um, what's the word for that? Like supportive or, you know what I mean? Like if they're, if, um, Dude, what is that word? They're um, securing, you know. They're like providing security to your mind, you know. And I don't think that you should purposely go out and look for that, which I think is a big thing for codependents, right, is looking for security, like asking questions, right? So this is this is how I see it. And this is, in my experience, this is how I created these this relationships. So... I never show myself as who I was mm-hmm. or who I am. I never do that. And I, and, well, it's not. Yeah, I never do it. I never did it. So I tend to always show the best side of me, which is not the side of me, right? Because I don't trust my own, like my person as who I am. So if I'm not showing myself as myself, how can I build trust when I'm already being a fake? That's true. Um, and I, that's a good point because I don't think you can build real trust on that. Nope. 
the other thing is because if you're not trusting yourself to be comfortable around somebody mm-hmm. then you're laying down the wrong groundwork for them to one not know who you really are and how you really act you know once that honeymoon phase is over and everything completely changes and you know you're fighting back and forth over dumb shit that you didn't know would happen mm-hmm. then like that doesn't allow for the trust or respect to be there and the other thing is that we talked about this before vulnerability knowing how to be vulnerable around that person and i'm not saying that you have to go out of out of their way to like start being just vulnerable like, with right. them but if you want to build that trust and if you want to if you want them to be vulnerable with you you have to start doing that that stuff mm-hmm. and part of being vulnerable is showing yourself as who you are and not putting mask right and go on this and that you know and i asked i asked roberto this question as i do it so because you know my endeavors that i'm doing right yeah and i hope those endeavors work and <clears throat> everything just works and i told roberto is like dude like i don't think like i really don't think that if the podcast grows my business grows and all these things fall apart, like fall the way they're supposed to fall. I don't think once I make it and things are great, I don't think I'm going to be able to trust anybody because if they didn't, if they weren't there when I was on the low, mm-hmm. I don't think I can trust somebody used to be there now that I got it. Right. Now that I have the breath, now that I have the things, now that I have all the, like, I, I just don't. And he hit me with the, well, you don't have to tell them. You don't like you don't have to tell what you're doing. You don't have to say who you are and what you have. Right. You can just show yourself as who you are. And that's gonna create the relationship. Right. And it struck me because it's like, well, I thought I had I I thought I have to tell them I'm worth it. I have this, I have that, I exactly. have the cars, I have the money, I mm-hmm. have this. Like I thought I had to do that, so they will I don't have to. Right. Because I see all these relationships and like I see examples where they didn't have it and they still find great women mm-hmm. and I'm like how the fuck well I mean if you notice you know like we kind of talked about like once you're on that level you have a different level of mm-hmm. women to choose from you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I mean that as like you're going to have the same trust issues that another woman in your position is going to have mm-hmm. which is why You know, we've talked about like a lot of actors stay with actors, a lot of like like a lot of famous people stay with famous people because they all have the same pressure. They all have the same like they understand each other. They understand each other whenever everything is Mm -hmm. is flashing on them. Right. And they've got money and like there's very few people that are like actually with, you know, unknown people. Mm -hmm. You know, like just normal people. And it's for that reason, I think, is because it's just like, it's a completely different level of trust because you're like, well, I have all this money. Is this why they're with me? You know? And not to say that, like, that's why everybody wants to be with somebody, but I mean. And that's what I'm trying to say when it comes to, like, trust and being codependent is that you have to show yourself for who you are. Yeah. And you have to be vulnerable. You have to understand that you don't have to show, like, come up with, oh, I'm the. I'm a millionaire, so now you yeah. have to love me. Because that's people pleasing. That's just right. not being I mean, real. Roberto's right. I mean, if you're, you know, say you meet somebody, and like a simple way to be honest, but also like, um, I don't want to say like keep the truth from them, but it's like a way to be honest about it, but to also not brag about it would just be like, 
I own a business and I'm like well off or something, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm financially stable. I have my own businesses mm-hmm. and like, I'm, you know, I'm good. And I think a good disclaimer that we need to make is, uh, cause we hear a lot about like the red pill and yeah. the men going on their, their own way and stuff like that. And the reason we're talking about this is because like, we understand that red pill can be like, really bad for men to the point that you're hating women. And it's not about hating women. It's like understanding there's bad women, just like there's bad men. Mm-hmm. But understanding that there's good, good women out there. Right. And that it, it takes you to become a good man to find a good woman. Yeah. So it's not about like we're better than them or this and that. It's like he hasn't. Like that's the reason we're touching on this on this uh, topic because we need to understand like in order for us to create those great relationships we have to ourselves be in a good uh, we're rounded yep so but yeah so as codependent show yourself for who you are if you want to build trust right continue um I think the third one would be Honesty, and mm-hmm. I think that that comes with trust because it builds mm-hmm. trust. Being honest, um, I mean, we kind of just went over that. Yeah. I mean, if you have those issues, and I think you can be honest in a simple way and not a detailed way, mm-hmm. and that will, you know, kind of help you in the in the short term until you get comfortable with that person enough to trust them and be like, yeah, you want to see what I. You know, you want to see my business, mm-hmm. you, you know, like after you build up that trust with your yeah. honesty and see that they're contributing as much as you are and building that trust with you, mm-hmm. then you can both be honest. Yeah. You know? And then I think number four is compromise. That's a good one. A good one. Yeah. We have talked about that quite a few times and that, I mean, a lot of these are going to come up. I mean, mm-hmm. A lot of these are going to be the same throughout the entirety of no matter what type of relationship you mm-hmm. have, right? But in the love life, whenever you compromise, like this, this one is a really big deal to me because it's, you know, people tell you like pick your battles, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, a lot of times, you know, like one person wants to do one thing, the other person wants to do another thing. And it's like, well, no, I wanted to do this. And I'm like, no, I wanted to do that. Well, it's like you start fights over these little things that really don't even matter. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're not going to remember what those fights are about tomorrow. You know, you're just going to be like, damn, that fight was so stupid. So it's like you got to compromise, either find a way to meet in the middle or you got to take one and give one. You know what I mean? Like say, okay, we'll do what you want to do today, but tomorrow we're Mm going to do what I wanted to do. Or we can go to your place first, but I want to do mine for an hour, you know, something like that. Or it's like, let me get this done, and then we can go do mm-hmm. what you got to do. Like, it's it's all about communicating on finding a way to do something that you both want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to do something, you know. it's It can be something as big as I want a kid and you don't want a kid. You know, if you can't find a way to compromise on that or to, like... You know, like, and I think that's a big one that you mentioned the kids and stuff because that's on the new knowing the person, and that's yeah. a big thing. Like, you don't, as a codependent, mm-hmm. compromise 
and especially with us trying to people please, uh, if I want kids, I'm still going to build a relationship with somebody that doesn't have kids. And I'm going to think that me compromising is a way of loving that person. Mm-hmm. But it's making a, this a disservice to me. I'm disrespecting right. myself because I want to have kids and I'm being with this person that doesn't want to have kids. Yeah, being being codependent could definitely get you walked on. Exactly. So In the compromise section. Because we're looking for love, we're feeling mm-hmm. lonely and this and that. We compromise ourselves to people that we're not supposed to compromise. Right. Because the thing is that compromising is not about you becoming the slave or someone for someone. I agree. Compromising is... We have the same goals. We have this. Uh, we we want to walk to the same destination mm-hmm. as a couple, and we're gonna compromise when it comes to like. Like you still have to have individuality. Exactly. So it's like compromising is not me. Oh, she doesn't want to have kids, but I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. But I want to have kids. Maybe I'm gonna change her mind. Mm-hmm. So she already told you no. Yep. She'll walk away. But when it comes to being codependent, you're like. No, like right. she's, I have her attention and stuff, like, yep. you know? So it's like, no, dude, like, as soon as you find out you don't have things in common or you don't, don't have the same end goals, mm-hmm. leave. Right. Find someone else. Because then you're going to be, like, in this relationship for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And then, like, things are going to be rocky. You're not going to be happy. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And you're just going to be miserable the whole time. And you're wasting how long? Yeah. Of each other's time, not just your own. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the other person can be happy because they're getting their way mm-hmm. and you're not getting your way any and other the, time. And the thing is, I do like codependence match the best with narcissist. Yeah. And narcissists. Exactly. Narcissists love to narcissists take. Because take the lead. Yeah. And narcissists love to take. Yes, exactly. And codependents love to give. Yep. And we give till we're fucking <clears throat> drained and we just hate our lives and we just want to kill ourselves and this and that. So it's like compromise doesn't mean you have to be a slave or some for someone else right compromise is okay today we're gonna do these things and tomorrow i want to do these things or we'll say this it's or that it's not about getting one side it's about getting both sides exactly. and figuring out how to make both mm-hmm. sides happen work exactly mm-hmm. so um i would say like the compromise part Whenever it comes to like the whole kid thing and, you know, family, marriage, stuff like that, I think that comes from the very beginning. Yeah. I mean, right? like, yeah. I mean, people can change their minds and say they don't want kids. And then, you know, you don't, you don't talk about it for a few years. And then they're like, you know, I changed my mind. You know, that, that can be a big thing. Like, I, I know people that that happened to recently and then they, you know, got divorced over it. But I think, exactly, but I think about it, dude, like you're spending years of your mm-hmm. life right. being unhappy. Cause that's, yeah. And that's like the big thing with uh, codependent people. We think we're happy, we're, we're not. Because we're doing, like, basically we're allowing these people to like step on our boundaries and like, I mean, we don't even have boundaries right. to start. We don't even have boundaries. So it's like, yeah, yes, 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 honey, yes, honey, yes, 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 yes. And then like, no, you have to learn to say no. Exactly. You have to have a fucking backbone. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to walk away, let them. I agree. Like the biggest power that you have as a man is that if somebody is going to walk away, let them walk away. Mm-hmm. Or if you have to walk away, you walk away. Right. It's going to hurt as fuck. Like it's, it, I, I've been there. But it's a momentary thing because, I mean. But then you realize that you weren't there for that. You know, like a little bit. I mean, it might take a few months for you to come around and, you know, not be so sad about it or whatever. Exactly. But 
it uh and i'm gonna put myself as an example again dude like the girl that i met from missouri like i thought i was like i thought that was it i was in a good stage i was working on my uh, depression and stuff like i was going to therapy i was feeling great working out like everything was just great mm -hmm. so i thought that just things fell into place and i met this girl and i thought it was gonna be great and blah blah we were already making plans and all this and like oh i'll move over there or you move like everything seemed like it was just working together like super like great mm -hmm. and then things fall apart and i had to basically say well if you don't think this is gonna work then bye and i had to walk away and that shit hurt me but the thing is if it wasn't for that stuff i wouldn't be here right, right now doing this so walking away or let them walk away especially if it was something not good for you then it's going to allow you to do the things because that's the thing you right. have to do the things that you want to do you have to have your individuality even in a relationship yep. so which is actually the next one mm -hmm. individuality this one is something that i've seen time and time and time again like when people get into new relationships and all they want to do is spend time with their significant other and then you know next thing you know you've been together for six months and you're like you're not even your own person anymore you don't have any friends to talk to whenever you do feel like going out nobody wants to go out with you because you've been ducking them for six months you know like mm -hmm. it's important that both people get to enjoy their own private life mm -hmm. and i don't mean private like ooh, they have a secret life but it's like you still have to have some friends you still have to have your own hobbies and you have to be like supportive of that right like i play guitar i have a podcast i shoot my bow on sundays like we you know mm -hmm. she's never like don't do that you know it's always like what well, time you be home mm -hmm. she um does her dog adoptions and everything and i'm like cool what time you be home awesome i'll watch the kid not a big deal or like like next weekend she's like i have dog adoptions and then i have a dog adoption event i'm like okay cool sounds great or she's like i'm going to a concert with my friend awesome have a good time like we all have to have we have to like keep who we are mm -hmm. and realize that spending time with each other does make us happy but it's not the reason why we're happy in the first place does that make sense so yeah because it's like i think it was like will smith who was talking about happiness in the relationship you know he's like so my happiness is my responsibility your happiness is your responsibility right and then i have to bring my happiness with your happiness and then we're going to create a happy relationship right which it sounds good and like in paper it sounds great right and we have this idea that there's this big deep meaning behind it. exactly there's a lot like which is what we talk about all the time mm -hmm. which happiness like you, you're never in a place of happiness forever right like you're not yeah you're not let's be honest so when we uh individuality as a codependent we lose ourselves because exactly. of the people pleasing exactly and i've done that before where uh remember where i used to work at lifetime 
Yeah. So, dude, check this out. This is my, this is my newest job. You know, I feel like a great person. You know, I'm wearing suit and ties, driving my Corvette to the nicest gym in the fucking area. And I'm feeling great. I'm making good money. Looking um, great, too. Yeah. I was just feeling like a million bucks. So, I met this girl, and everything was amazing. Everything was great. But I lost myself. And she, and this is nothing to do with her. Like, she was great. It was all my fault, being codependent. Right. Because I stopped doing the stuff that I was supposed to do. I stopped doing the things that she fell in love with. Yep. So, I stopped being myself to spend all this time with her and make her happy. Yep. But in the process, I lost myself. And as I lose myself, she lost all attraction to me. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... Again, it's nothing against her because now that I'm, uh, now that I heal myself with therapy, now I understand what happened. So now I can be like, yeah, this is this is the reason why. So as a man, when they meet you, you're supposed to be in a, in a like we call it. You're supposed to, like they they fall in love with you because you're in a higher place, and you need to stay on that place no matter what. Right. You have to work on your business. You have to work at your job. Like whatever you're doing that is making you happy, you still have to practice those things, even when you're in a relationship. Yep. And that comes with compromising. If you have plans to do this with your boys, hey, listen, I'm gonna go with my boys. And then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go with my girls. Fine. Do it. Right. Like it's not. And and I think the biggest thing, man, that we have to understand is like, if you enter a relationship. And you feel like it's a competition, get out of it. 100%. Get out of it. It's not a competition. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to make you jealous. I'm going to go with my boys and do this shit, and then you're going to go with your girls. Because that's the thing that I see a lot, dude, and that's something that I kind of like saw a lot yeah. meeting these women. It's like, but what if I make more money than you? Or what if? Or what if? Or like, they wanted to wear the pants. And right. I was like, no, listen, I'm a man. And this doesn't mean, my, by me saying that doesn't mean that you're my bitch or like anything like that. Like you're, you're, uh, you're below me. Right. It's like, let me be me. But if you're going to be competing against me to see who's the, who has a bigger dick, right. I don't want this shit. <laughs> you know? I don't yeah, want a girl no, with for a, sure. I don't want a girl with an, an imaginary dick. Mm-hmm. I want a girl with a pussy. Yeah. And I want a girl that can be feminine. And I want a girl that can do feminine stuff. I'm attracted to that. I'm not attracted to dick. So, um, in my experience, which I don't, I don't know how many other people have this experience. I'm assuming plenty of people would, but you know, like with my ex-wife, nothing against her, but it's like she didn't have any friends. You know, like, so we did spend all of our time together and I would feel bad about going to do things with my friends because she would just be home alone or like go to her family's house and text me about how bored she is or something like that, you know? And like, and it's not her fault, you know, like, that's just like how it was, I guess. I, I don't know. But if you're with somebody who doesn't have their own like individual routine. Like it can be tough because then it starts making you feel like you shouldn't have one mm-hmm. in that you should be there for them at all times. And yeah. I mean, you should be there for them at all times, but 
You should also be encouraging them to go do more things, to make friends, to find a new hobby, to, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think that's another one that, that people might relate to. Yeah. You know, like you shouldn't feel bad about doing your own thing. And you should actually encourage them to have their own thing. Yeah. You should actually be like, listen, I know these are your hobbies. I know this is things that you like to do. And maybe, maybe start doing them with them. Yeah. Like be supportive of that. Yeah. Because that's another thing that you can be supportive. You don't have to attach yourself. Right. And like get their identity. But you can like start supporting that. Like, listen, I know you like to paint. Let's go to Hobby Lobby. Let's get you some materials. Right. And take time for yourself and do what you like. Yeah. And she might find her passion and be like, oh, yeah, I like to do this. So, you know what? Like, next Saturday, I'm going to go to, what is it called? Like, Pinto's, where you drink wine and you... Uh, yeah, Pinot. Pinot's. Or that. Yeah. And, you know, be supportive. Yeah. Like, support her or support him having uh, hobby, hobbies. Right. And goals, too. And goals. Yeah, goals. So, the next one, which is a broad one. It goes mm-hmm. with everything. Communication, being honest, being rational. Um, it, whenever it comes to like individual individuality and compromise, the communication needs to be there. That way it doesn't seem like you're trying to run away from something. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't want it to make it seem like you're going to do something just to get away from them. Like, Hey, we've spent all weekend together. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Like, you know, just be like, Hey, my friends want to hang out. And I feel like I haven't seen them very much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go hang out with them. So communication, I think, is a big one. And then it's just super broad because, yeah. like, if you are and uh, with being codependent, yeah. you have to learn how to communicate exactly. your needs. And you guys got a lot of fucking problems, goals. man. Oh, dude, like, you have no fucking... I'm tired <laughs> I'm of this kidding, shit. Dude. No, I'm serious, dude. <laughs> like, I laugh, but at the same time, it's sad because, yeah. like... no, for sure. And... And I'm not gonna lie, dude. It's a whole completely like whenever you way told of me thinking. about whenever you told me about this topic, and I kind I was going through like the stuff. I kind of got sad. Like yeah. it really like got me depressed. Not depressed, but like it gave me it got me down. Let's say right because it's like I start realizing all the fucking issues that I have and that I've been dealing with. That it's just like God damn, like because like, and this is something that I was supposed to ask you before we started, but it's like, do you think? The relationship with your parents has something to do with your relationships? Yeah, I think it does. I don't think it defines them because I wouldn't say that like, I don't know, like in my experience, like I wouldn't say that I have a huge relationship with my, like my parents, like maybe my mom a little bit, but we don't really, I mean, we talk, but it's not like. Well, think about this. So whenever, like, and I'm going to put myself as an, as an example again. So I grew up in a chaotic uh, yeah. household where my parents will fight every weekend. And I think that shows more than, like, I think the relationships that you see show you more than the one that you experience mm-hmm. whenever you're little. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, because, like, you can have like a decent relationship with like an uncle or something like that mm-hmm. and not really have one with your parents. Cause that was the thing that helped you a lot. Right. That relationship that you have with your uncle. Yeah. Which is like the big difference between me and you. Right. I didn't have nobody. Right. 
So I kind of like grew up by myself. Mm -hmm. And you have someone showing you things. But what I mean is like you also didn't see any. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have any. Like I saw my grandparents, you know, like they would bicker and fight, but they would still. Together. They were still together. Mm -hmm. They would still be there at the end of the day. You know, like everything would be fine. Because like in my whole, like, yeah, my whole family, dude, it's just everything was chaotic. Right. Like everything is just chaotic. And I used to make this, I used to make fun. I used to make this fun thing. Because I remember my dad would be like, go get, because in Mexico, you can go to the store as a kid and you can buy beer. Yeah. So I used to buy beer for my dad. And he was like, go get beer, uh, get yourself whatever you want, get your brother and sister whatever you want, and play Nintendo. And for me, I knew that as soon as I went to the store and I came back and I was playing Nintendo, I would start hearing my dad, my mom and dad yelling in the back of the room. Like that's what it meant to me. So uh, growing up, I was just, I would make fun of that. It was like, oh, go buy this. Oh, you guys are gonna start fighting? And they're like, no. Like, okay, sure. So it's like me seeing that growing up. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like my dad. Right. But I became exactly who my dad was. Right. Because now you're avoiding confrontation. Now you're avoiding being open with somebody because you're afraid of that fight mm-hmm. right exactly yeah. so i think like uh, the relationship with your parents and if you didn't have any like good relationships outside like let's say like you with a man with your uncle who taught you different things uh women with like their mom or like an aunt or someone that could give them a, a positive uh a positive influence if you don't have that then you cannot grow in by yourself. Yeah. You know, you're experiencing life by yourself. And there's no, like, you cannot ask. Because that's the thing, dude. Like, I understand that whenever I don't want to talk to nobody and I just recluse in my room, it's because that's how I went through life. I didn't have nobody. Yeah. So it's like whenever shit gets hard and I know you get mad and Roberto gets mad and like all oh, my friends are mad, like, dude, talk to me. It's like, I don't want to. Like, I just don't want to. And mm-hmm. I, it's not me against you guys or me just being like a dick or something. It's just like, no. I went through my life by myself. So I'm going to figure this shit out by myself. And I'm not trying to be selfish and be like, I don't need you. Because I do need you guys. But it's like, I did this by myself. So I'm going to get myself out by myself. All right. You know what I mean? And that's another thing that we're supposed to break out of it. Like, we're supposed to break out of that uh, cycle and start needing people, like, looking for help. Like, hey, bro, I need you. And uh, where was I going with this? So that's how I think, like, your, the parents' relationship and the relationships that were around you affect your relationships as an adult. Right. No, 100%. And another one that can come with, with that is the next one on the list is anger control. Yeah. For me, that's a big one. I lose my shit a lot. I won't even lie about it. You know, I've, I've got a fucking temper issue. And uh, and it's not with everybody. You know, sometimes it's just with the people that are close to you, but those people know how to fucking push your buttons. You know what I mean? Or it's like you'll be in a little argument and your significant other knows that something's going to push you and so they're being petty about it and then they fucking say something and you're like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you knew you pushed her. Like, and then you're even more pissed because you know they did it on purpose. You know, it's just, it's a whole thing. You yeah. know, like trying to control your anger and then maybe like you walk out the door because you're like, I need to get away from this or whatever or to calm down. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like, why are you running? You know? We're going to be a bitch. It's like, I mean, this is something that I still am not sure how to tackle because <laughs> I've tried well, we, holding my tongue. I've tried walking out. I've, you know, like I've. Well, you've been growing out of it, dude. And you've been growing out of it. It's a rough one. It, it is, you know, but you have grown out of it because but, I've seen this transformation in you when we start talking about like our feminine side when it comes to dealing with emotion and stuff like yeah. that. So it's not like you're going to get 100% because it's practice. People think that just yeah. because I know the concept, now I'm perfect. Right. And that's the biggest thing when, when you mentioned in the, in the beginning. Do you think this is just a shit show for people? It's like, no. Right. Like, just because we talk about this issues doesn't mean that our lives I was are, just kidding yeah it doesn't mean that our lives are just like perfect and we're just like going through life you know right. being champions and like everything is, is great for us I like, know yeah. we have our fucking daily problems day to day yeah and there's there's a couple things that I want to note about anger control like number one I've been trying my best to use communication and honesty mm -hmm on things ahead of time before I let them break me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like last week I had a rough week, you know, while I'm at work, I'll text her and be like, Hey, I'm getting my dick beat into the fucking dirt today. Like I'm, it's probably going to be an early night for me. You know, like if I'm not helping out a lot or if I fall asleep at six o'clock, don't worry. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with what's going on at home. It's just like, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. I'm, I need to go to sleep, you know, like, I'm probably not going to be in a great mood. Like, I'm telling you ahead of time, like, I'm probably going to be half asleep when I get home. Mm -hmm. Like, or if I'm having, like, a, like, an off week or something, you know, like, where I just don't feel great. You know, I might just be like, hey, I'm not feeling great this week. And then, you know, we might have a discussion about it. And, you know, I'll either feel better or I'll, like, still go through it or whatever. But, you know, like, she knows that like a little more sensitive during that time so like you know arguments are going to be more prone if i'm being more emotional or something like that mm -hmm. you know but like i try to be honest about it ahead of time before something happens you know and uh for me and this sounds really stupid but for me i think <laughs> the biggest like the biggest temper problem i have is when i'm hangry and i know that that sounds so stupid but it's like I get it I snap the most yeah. often whenever I'm hangry and I don't realize it like well I, I, it's not that it's stupid the thing is that you have to like it sounds silly and it is silly but it's like it is and it's not dude, because like your body there's a need in your body and you right. need to eat and if you don't have the chance to eat then shit is just going bad and it's just like yeah. god damn it like I'm starving because yeah. that happened to me yesterday I have to I actually worked yesterday and I went to help my dad and my brother uh, remodel the bathroom. And like we got there, like, I think it was like 9 or 10. Uh, they got me something for quick trip, so I ate it. And then we didn't finish till, like, I didn't get home till, like, 6. And it probably wasn't anything good either, huh? No, nah, it wasn't anything good, yeah. yeah. It was, like, taquitos. Two taquitos and a yeah. fucking monster. So it was, like, noon came around. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. We're going to go to fucking lunch. And they're like, no, we have to finish. I was like, fuck. Okay, cool. So I didn't pay attention. I was just drinking water and shit. But by 5.36, run around there, I was like, fuck this shit. Yep. Like, I'm hungry as fuck. So I came home. I'm all Yeah, dirty. like, you've had energy drinks. Yeah. You've had those fucking dough biscuit mm -hmm. taquitos. And, like, your blood sugar's going to crash after a little while. 
And then on top of that, your caffeine crash is going to crash your blood sugar, too. And, like, you're going to start fucking, you know. Not only that, dude, the fucking paint was giving me... Yeah, pissing you off. Yeah, it's, dude, it's... So it's like, by six, I was just like, I I got home. I was so dirty. I was like, fuck this. I'm I'm, I'm not going to take a shower. I'm hungry. Right. So, like, I get it. Like, it sounds silly, but at the same time, it's it's real. Yeah, I mean... I think it's relatable. I just even, don't think even though it is, take, I don't think you have to take it to personal to someone. Yeah, to no, make I it agree. Someone's uh, problem, right? Like it's your own problem. You have to understand yeah. that you're you're being more propensed to like get yeah. mad because you're hungry. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like, oh fuck you, dude. Like, so Sean, this is your fucking fault, and like, no. Being being hundred percent real here, like recently, this was a big big problem, right? So. A few weeks ago, like I think it was like three weekends ago, we went to the grocery store. You know, I think I we stopped at Sonic because she wanted a drink, and I was like, "Dude, I haven't." And it was right after the podcast. I mm-hmm. was like, "I haven't eaten anything since you know seven a.m. or whatever." Like, I need I need something to eat, and so she got me like a pretzel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not a great choice, but it was just like mm-hmm. something quick so we could go to the grocery store and then get home so I could eat. You know, <laughs> so you know it was like noon something like that mm-hmm. you know we got the pretzel i fucking inhaled that shit we went to the grocery store we have the kid with us like it starts pouring outside i mean fucking pouring she pulls up to the side of the entrance or whatever i'm loading the kid in there i'm fucking soaking wet like my back is just getting soaking fucking wet and there's one thing I should say that pisses me off more than anything. It's getting wet. <laughs> I absolutely cannot stand it, dude. I'm like a fucking cat. I am the most pissed off when I'm wet. Okay, I'm a wet back, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Well, I am Irish. You know what they say. So... <laughs> We're the cousins to the Mexican, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> whoops. So, um, so I'm getting soaking fucking wet, and then I go back over, grab the groceries, and I'm just fucking just pour like fucking pissing rain down, right? I mean, it's just you couldn't wait, dude. It was fucked. You couldn't wait till the rain passed, dude. It was bad. Like it wasn't just like a normal rain. Oh, it was like halfway to hailing, right? <laughs> And I'm like, fuck, I just want to get back in the goddamn car and I just want to fucking leave. So I'm like throwing the groceries. I'm fucking pissed off in the back of the car. I get in. I slam the door. I'm like, just fucking go. Like, just drive. And then I'm being quiet. And then, like, she's like, you know, you don't have to uh, take it out on us because you're hungry or something like that. And I'm like, no, you know, like I start reacting being an asshole and then i'm like i don't want to talk like let's not talk because this isn't gonna this isn't gonna work like i'm in a bad mood this isn't gonna work like can we just not talk you know like just and then she starts egging it on and egging it on and egging it on next thing you know i'm screaming dude what is it okay continue i'm not even lying to you dude i was like i was like screaming right i was like i just don't want to talk about it like i'm just i'm having like a four-year-old fucking fit dude I'm like, can we just not talk? Like, I'm like screaming like at the top of my lungs, dude. And then we get home and like, we didn't talk for like two days. <laughs> and I'm just like, fucking goddamn it. <laughs> and then we end up trying to have a conversation about it, and the same thing happens. Except this time, I'm not 
Uh, I'm like, I'm not hungry or whatever. I'm just pissed off because of some other dumb bullshit, right? So the same thing ends up happening, right? Like, we're both fucking yelling at each other, and then we don't talk for, like, another day. <laughs> I'm like, what in the fuck? <laughs> so, girls. So I'm not, you know, like, they know how to push your buttons. And if you're even the slightest not in a great mood, you're going to react. So, girls, this is some advice for you. If we tell you to leave us alone, just leave us alone. Just leave us alone. Right. We don't want to talk about I'm it. Not we don't want to excuse my behavior. No, 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 no. It doesn't excuse our behavior, but the thing is that right. we don't want to get to that point. I don't want to get to that point because we don't need to get to that point. Dude, so, if I, I was... tell, but this is the thing that if I tell you, hey, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Like right now, like, Dude, like, my voice was cracking. Yeah, like I was yelling and my voice was cracking. Yeah, like, that's what that's I'm saying. That's how upset I was. I was uh, like, I don't want to talk about. You that's know? what I'm saying. Like, girls, if we tell you leave, to leave us alone, it has nothing to do with you. No, it's just like I'm, it has nothing to do with you. We need to, we need to cope with ourselves and put ourselves back together, so we don't end up beating your ass and <laughs> you know yelling at you and shit. We I'm just not beating need, anybody's ass. We just need space. We need that. That's what we need. When we say we need to think about it, we just need space. We just need, like, our space or peace. And whenever I say it, I just need food. You know, just give me some food. Whatever it is, what I'm saying is... Stop somewhere, give me some food. If someone is telling you, <laughs> if a man is telling you, hey, right. not right now. Right. It's not right now. And that was, We're gonna get it and that was the not whole right argument, now. like, the day after, where it was like, I asked you to stop. I asked you, or I told you that I didn't <clears> want to talk about it. I don't feel like this thing was 100% my fault because I was voicing, mm -hmm. you know, this isn't a productive conversation. I'm not in a good mood. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, so it was like, I'm not like, again, I'm not trying to excuse the behavior because no. it's shitty, toxic mm -hmm. behavior. But yeah. it's like, fuck, like I asked to not talk about this. And then it happened. Yeah. And then it blew up and now it's my fault. Mm -hmm. But I asked you not to talk about it. Fucking asshole. You know, like I'm just. You should have snacks in your fucking. It wasn't my car. Pockets, bro. It wasn't my car. Well, your pockets, I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Well, to be fair, if we would have went to like Walmart or something, I could have got like a sandwich or something, but we went to Aldi. <laughs> they don't really have that. So, fuck you, Aldi. Yeah, fuck you, Aldi. Thanks for having good prices, though. So, anger control. My downfall. <laughs> something that I will forever have to work on. I mean, since I, since I was little, I've had anger problems. Well, this won't this won't wait too long. But just as a codependent, uh, we don't we don't tend to have anger like anger issues, right? Until we bottle up a lot of exactly. shit. exactly, yeah. Because we're not poisoning. Because you're letting people walk all over you. You're not you're not communicating mm -hmm. your needs, mm -hmm. your wants, mm -hmm. your values, your boundaries. Like none of that happened. And you that skipped all of this, jumped into something only for them. And then now you're like, wait, I don't do this, 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 and this. You don't take my opinions and, you know, take them into consideration. You don't ask me what I want to do. You don't ask me how I'm feeling. And you're like, wait a minute. Fuck you, <laughs> and bitch. And you start thinking about it. Yeah. And then you start fighting about it. And then yep. you're like, mm -hmm. well, fuck. My mm -hmm. relationship just failed. And it's not their fault. It's right. not their fault. It's your fault. Yeah. I, I, I agree. It's a Continue. rough. It's rough. It's know? rough, dude. I'm not going to lie. He's being fucking rough. All right. Two more things. This is actually way longer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. 
Uh, we can do a two episode, bro. <laughs> we might have to do like three episodes. On okay. Because this is because this is good stuff. Yeah, this is good shit. It's already like nine oh five. Okay. So I mean, we got like twenty one minutes. We can probably we can do two. So taking time to understand each other. That's kind of part of the of the groundwork. Like I said, like the respect, getting to know their values, boundaries, wants, needs, goals, all that. But the reason that I put it at the bottom of the list is because it's even more important as time goes on because it's like, it's not just understanding each other. It's also like checking in on each other. You know, like I'll say in my experience, we have uh, a one and a half year old. We don't get a lot of time to ourselves. We get like an hour a night and maybe a couple hours on the weekends. Like, I hardly see her. Like we hardly ever get any alone time. We hardly ever get any talking time that's outside text messaging while we're at work. Like we don't have babysitters. Like we don't have any of this shit, right? So even if it's even if it has to be over text, which it often does have to be, it's like how is your day going? How is how's it? How are you feeling? You know, like checking in with each other to see where you are. Because, you know, sometimes like I'll just be going through like a weird week or something Mm -hmm. like that where like I just feel off. And I try to communicate that. But if I don't tell them, they don't know. And I mean, even though they can't technically fix it, like... Like, that's your person. Like, that's that's the person you're supposed to talk about things with. You know what I mean? Like, that's supposed to be your person, you know? So, you know, after we started this podcast, it was one of the things I realized was, like, I need to be more open and, like, talkative. And, you know, that builds up trust over time, too, because then you're talking to each other about things, you know, like, I'm having an off week. I don't feel all that great. How can I help? You know, how is your week going? Is everything going okay? You know, like, because even if you don't have kids, you both work. Like, my ex-wife, we worked completely opposite schedules. I worked during the day. She worked during the night. Hardly saw each other except on the weekends. But it's like, you still have to do the, the work. You know, you still have to check in with each other. You still have to, you still have to communicate. And, like, so it's not just understanding each other in in the sense of like um, like knowing who they are. It's like knowing where they're at right now. You know what I mean? Well, dude, like I said, uh, I, I guess I know, I guess I know and I have knowledge of like what it takes to have a relationship. I just, I guess I just don't know as a codependent. I just, I guess I just don't know where to look for it right? or how to look for it or how to even like find it. And yep. that's kind of like my biggest battle because it's like, I want to be with someone. I don't want my life to be taken by someone. Mm-hmm. Like I understand I have to have boundaries and stuff. But with the podcast and people portraying me as just a man-hating asshole it is becoming kind of hard right because 
I have this idea that I want to be traditional and I want to be a supportive, protecting, providing husband and things like that. And it seems like nowadays that's just not, um, that's not enough anymore. Or they seem to see that I'm just one slave, someone to me. And it's just like, mm -hmm. no. And I think knowing this stuff is good. But I think knowing yourself is greater too because right. there's no point in knowing all these things if you don't put them in practice and then right. you don't do it yourself. Which I hope people understand mm -hmm. that we've been talking about all this, you know, trust and honesty and individuality and communication and controlling your anger. Like these are all like internal things mm -hmm. that reflect outward. Because that's, into the your relationship. Like, that's the biggest thing, man. I seen like. And I'm not trying, and I'm not like I, I don't I don't want to like compare myself to no one because everybody has their own journey, right. and everybody has their own ways to go. But I see like relationships where I see guys that are just like complete bullshit, mm -hmm. and they still have someone. And I'm just like, well, like I'm trying to better myself. I'm working on this. I'm working, and it doesn't happen to me. Like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And I get sometimes really frustrated, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. I just don't care no more. But then I'm like, well, I do care. I do care. And it's like, like I said, going through this stuff, it was like, it opened my ass to seem like I thought I knew how to do it, but I really have no fucking idea. Right. Because like all my relationships were codependent relationships, me looking for love and not being with someone that genuinely wants to be with me. Right. Like, I have to look for that. So even if somebody shows up to me, and that had happened before, where somebody show up to me and be like, hey, I want to be with you, I will feel weird. I was like, why? Like, what's wrong with you? Why do you want to be with me? Mm -hmm. And why, why, why? I'm so fucked up. Like, I'm, no. But then if somebody would have said, no, you know, let me think about it. Like, no, 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 like, let me show you. Like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Like, and it's just like, Hmm, I just, I don't have any fucking idea. Right. It's, uh, it's definitely a battle for someone who's not used to opening up, for someone who's not used to, like, accepting what other people want to give them. And that makes it hard for to let you let them understand who you are and where you're at. Mm -hmm. Like you, cause you can check in with somebody all day long. And like, I can tell you how I'm doing all day long, but like, that doesn't mean that you're going to tell me how you're doing or like be honest about how you're doing. Like, cause if I'm doing great, you're not going to come back around and be like, well, I'm not doing so great. Mm -hmm. You know, because most of the time it's going to be like, well, he's doing good. I don't want to bum him out. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't, I don't want that to, fuck his vibe up you know but it's like you have to to know your relationship enough mm -hmm. to be like okay well i know it's not gonna like kill his vibe if i you know tell him that i'm going through some shit but i'm also happy that he's doing good you know so i think that's the biggest thing man like when you have and this goes through the friendships i think like uh you kind of know when your people, like, is down. Yeah. Like, you don't have to check on them all the fucking time. 
But you cannot know, like, hey, let me check on them. Because you know, we don't have to text each other, like, the whole fucking time. Right. But I know, like, if it's, if like, if it has been, like, three, four, five days that we haven't talked, I know you will be like, hey, dude, everything okay? Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude, like, I'm, like, because that, because to me, dude, like, to me, it's, like, second nature just to kind of be a loner, you know, like, just seclude myself. Right. And I don't, I don't see it as something that people should be mad at me. But at the same time, I understand that I have to be more commun- uh, communica- communicative. Right. Dude, I'm the same way. Like, if I didn't have uh, James and Lauren are the two people that I talk to every day. And it's not because I text them. Like, just being honest. Like, if they didn't text me every day, I wouldn't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And it's not because, like, I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. It's just, like... One, I don't really like being on my phone a lot. And two, it's just like, I've always been a loner. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, you like, know, sending like, you, like, I guess, like... I like, guess, me and you are as close as I am with them, mm-hmm. and we don't talk anywhere near mm-hmm. as much as them, but it's like, I don't have any worry about it, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not like, the, does Eddie hate me? He doesn't talk to me. And know? that's the thing, man. Like, you understand <clears> that I, like, I guess you do understand that you can count on me. Just yeah. as much as I know I can count on you. Like, if shit really goes bad, I know. Right. Like, if I know I'm on a really bad state, I know I can call you. Yeah. But if I'm in a state that I can still, like, be functional and stuff, like, I, I, I just don't need to. Or I, like, I don't right. want to. Because the thing is, like, for me, dude, is that whenever it comes repetitive, I'm just like, I get this. You know, this has happened before, so I yeah. know how to deal with it. So I'm not going to tell my friends, oh, mm-hmm. oh, hey, Sean, you know, hey, man, I'm bummed out because, like, this shit hasn't happened. And you're going to be like, dude, we already talked about this. So I already know what. And, and it's not that you. It's, so what I want people to understand is not that Sean doesn't have words to say to me. But if I know how to deal with these things, I'm going to deal by myself. Right. And that doesn't mean that I'm not, I don't want to take the, uh, Sean's, uh, um, advice or anything like that. It's just like, I know my steps. Yeah. That's me being self-aware, mindful of, of my own things, which like, that's the biggest thing when I say, when it comes to relationships, you have to show yourself vulnerable because there's this thing that the, the, the reason this works and the reason we have this podcast and we are able to communicate and back and forward. It's like me and Sean, we're completely different persons. But at the same time, we're the same person. Right. And me being vulnerable to him and be like, listen, man, like, this has happened or I fucked up. or Because they're like, what was like two, three months ago when I will be on the podcast so fucking <laughs> sleeping and shit like and I put in my 100%. Half asleep. Yeah. And you were there. You could have been like, fuck this guy. He's not doing his part. Hey, a couple weeks ago, I was the same way. But the, the, Well, I wasn't half asleep, but I wouldn't take anything serious. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, like, you don't take <clears throat> shit against me, and I don't take shit against you because right. we know we're going to journey, and we know that's what makes this special because, like, yeah. we're completely honest with each other. Like, right. listen, dude, like, I just don't have it right now, okay? Right. And, like, whenever you're, like, because whenever it was my birthday, and I was like, listen, dude, you want to do eight or seven? And you're like, well, you know do the call because like I wasn't gonna go out and you were like well man you're always like you know whenever I need something yeah. you're always there so now is your is yeah. your call so I was okay let's so do I'm it. like I don't care if we only have an hour and a half like we'll still get this shit done yeah. 
So it's like, but like the thing is that we're compromising. Yeah, like whatever works we, for you. We're, we're, we know how to work with each other. Right. And that's like the biggest thing that I want you guys to take out of this. It's like, and more as a codependent. I'm, and I want you to know, if you had to move it to 10 o'clock, I would cancel my plans for you. Only for you, though. I love you. Not for anything else. I love you. I'd probably have a fight about it, but it would work. <laughs> But like the biggest thing, guys, and, and and as a code, and I'm talking as a codependent, is showing yourself for who you are. Don't be afraid, like, because that's the biggest thing with us. We think we're not worth it, but we are. Like, we we're worth we're worth something. Right. We've been taught that we're not, and we like people around us taught us that we're not. But the thing is, like, we don't have to listen to them. We have to listen to ourselves, the higher being. And the people around us that really love us. And uh, the crazy part is most people aren't going like 99% of people, in my opinion, they're not going to listen to you and just be like, sounds like you're fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like they're going to be understanding. They're actually going to like relate most with people, you. Most people are actually going to like relate with you or if not, then maybe they'll start to check in on you. You know, maybe they'll be like, maybe they'll become a close friend or something, you know? Or maybe, again, maybe they'll relate with you, mm -hmm. you know, because a lot of people are going through shit that they don't talk about. And I guess that's the biggest thing with men, dude, because, like, we are forced to not talk about things. We are forced to use men up. But we're told that we should talk about things. But when we do, we're told that we're pussies, you know. Like. And that's, like, the biggest thing, dude, because, like, and uh, you guys can do your own research. But what I found out is they say don't cry in front of your woman. Never. Like, never do it. And women get so mad. It's like, oh, I see my, my husband cry and I still love him. And it's like, you lost respect for him. And the thing is, like, they they want to see themselves as I'm a good person and I will never lose respect for my husband if I see him crying. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, and the study shows that women lose respect for you when they see you crying. I think it depends what it's about, but... But like the majority do, like, mm. and that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we, like we 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 wanna, we want to we want to think we want to think. But that's the thing. I'm not a crier by any means, but I think like, like in the wake of someone's death, it's different. Or, but that's what I'm know. saying. But that's but that's what they say, and this is a therapist that say this. Mm -hmm. We want to it seems think, really shallow to me though. We want to think that is not true. Yeah. But it is true. Like, we, we don't want it to be true. Right. But it is true. I mean, like, we're supposed to be the rock, mm -hmm. you know. So, that's the thing. Like, they're looking for a leader. And a yeah. leader is not supposed to cry. You know? Like, me like me and you, we can understand, like, if we cry in front of each other, is because there's something really going on. Right. And I'm going to be there for you to support you. I'm not going to lose respect for you if you're crying. Because, like, I don't know what it is about seeing another man crying for something that is really fucked yeah. up that makes you have more respect for that person because it's like yeah. man like fuck man like you're showing yourself as who you are and you're like trusting me right to be there for you like fuck like dude i fucking respect you more like i think the only time i ever cried in front of caitlin was when jameson was born that was about it but uh, that's a different thing that was like happy tears yeah you know? that's yeah <clears throat> but the thing is like and i think my ex-wife the only time i cried in front of her was whenever my grandma died but you know that's that's a little different mm -hmm. too 
But, but like, if it's like for pressure, if it's like because you're going through a rough time, right, right. Like if it's for something that is actually like roughing up your feathers, I would agree. Like they, they do. Yeah, because I mean, you're supposed to be the rock. You're supposed to be the leader. You're supposed to be able to, to handle that. You know. And that's why, guys, you have to have friends. You have to have men yeah. friends. Because when shit is going down in your relationship or in your life, you have to go out. And and, and girls hate this. Girls hate that the shit that, oh, well, you don't, well, you don't talk to me. You don't listen and you don't understand. Yeah. Because the minute I say I have pressure or the minute I say that I feel oppressed, oh, you're not oppressed. You're a man. Yeah. You can be oppressed. You're a man. But men understand each other. Men understand, like, oh, fuck, dude, I feel the same shit. Yeah. And you're not less of a man because you're communicating this to me. Like, I, I feel it. I know. Yeah. I've been there. So you can be mad all you want, and you can talk, like, throw your tantrums and shit. The thing is, don't, like, don't show weakness to your woman. Be vulnerable with your boys. And that right. weakness and that thing, show it to your boys. Because your boys are going to be there to support you. Because at the end of the day, man, like your boys, is always, they're always going to be there. No right. matter what. Like the men that are the men that are there, this is the thing, like I know Kayleen loves you. Mm-hmm. And I know Kayleen like, will do everything for you. But at the same time, I know she's going to leave your ass at some point. <laughs> but I never will. And I hope it doesn't happen, dude. Like, I, I'm yeah. seriously, I hope you guys yeah. grow all together, <laughs> you know? But I will never leave you. But you're saying it's more likely that mm-hmm. she's going to leave than you. Mm-hmm. This whole podcast was about us, wasn't it? Yeah. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, dude. Like, your boys are going to be there for you no matter what. Right. They're always going to be there. Through the thick and thin. Thick and thin. All right, so the last one that I want to talk about, and the reason that I left it for the last one is because I genuinely feel like it's the least important whenever it comes to building a relationship. Mm -hmm. Sex life. And I know it's kind of a bold thing to say that it's the least important, but I feel like... I want to tell you why it's the least important. You can have a good sex life and have a bad relationship. You can't have a... Well, I, I don't want to say you can't have a good relationship and have a bad sex life, but it's nearly impossible in my opinion because if you connect with somebody, if you're vulnerable with somebody, if you're honest with somebody, and you're attracted to somebody, then the only thing that's keeping you from having good sex is poor performance, right? Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, and in my experience anyway, I think sex life is like the least important whenever it comes to building the relationship. But the reason that I put it last as well is because I think it becomes more important as time goes on. Because you got to keep things spicy, you know, you got to keep things interesting. You got cuz you know sometimes you so know, we have we have <clears throat> this we have this fucked up movements dude from the red pill which is a lot of hurt man just hurting other men to the fucking feminist movement Telling girls all these fucking lies. And in reality, what I found out about, and this is just my experience too, is that whenever I was reading and learning about like the red pill and how to deal with women and this and that is like, uh, I think it's Rollo Tomasi, which I understand the point 
where he's coming from, but I took it in the wrong way. And he talks about like if the girl doesn't want to fuck you on the first date, then it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. I took it literally <laughs> like if she doesn't want to fuck me on the first date, right? Then fuck this. I'm like I'm just a fucking friend. Right. Like she's no. Not- I the way that I would take it is like you know that there's a connection. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you know, if you're physically attracted mm-hmm. to somebody, you like where their head is at. You like mm-hmm. that they have goals. Like everything is just is flowing right for you, and you're like, man, I bet it'd be good. So guys, <laughs> you know, guys, it's not about she fucking you on the same date. Right. It's knowing that she can do it. It's about having that, that she's connection. attracted to you yeah. on that way, on that level. Yeah, but you don't have to take it there because that's the thing that fucks up relationships the most, dude. Sex. Yeah. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you have to like, because again, do like, and we talk about this on the last podcast vulnerability and actually we're taking talking about this today mm-hmm. vulnerability like if you really want to have a good relationship and you want to have badass sex vulnerability show yourself as who you are All right and you're going to have some good shit so this idea that and maybe you, use anger control whenever you're having sex you know do like you, know. you can just <coughs> take it out on them then if they like that you know yeah and there's a thing like communication, like know what they like and stuff. And Leave some handprints, dog. <laughs> She's a freak like that. <laughs> but that's the thing, dude. All this stuff comes with vulnerability. All this stuff comes with communication, trust. Like, if you want to have some bomb sex, like bomb sex, like nothing on the porn shit. Like, no, something that is going to really like, whenever you're done... You're cuddling and you're having a good time. And you're like, oh, that was intense. And that was intense and good. Yeah. And I actually have a fucking good orgasm. Try this. Like, try to have a good relationship first. Yeah. And I believe me, like, I had it. And it was great. And when I started hooking up. It's like a whole different level. Dude, it's, it's crazy. A whole different level. You don't have to perform. I mean, Let's put like, it that way. You don't, have, you don't perform <clears throat> under pressure. You right. perform because you want to give your girl a good time. Right. Because when you're with a rando, like, I just want to fuck her. It's more about just getting your nuts. Yeah. Right. And when you're out, you're like, oh, did I just fucking do this? Because let's be fucking honest. Every guy goes to that. Especially when we have done it for a long time. We're like, oh, shit, fuck. We're not proud. Right. We want a thing that we're proud of. It's like, oh, yeah, another one in the bag. Another one another in the coochie. bag. Another coochie. But behind closed doors, you're like, fuck, I Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to have intimacy with somebody. Yeah. But I... I sex life is important. Oh, I'm not saying important. that it's not. The only reason that I said it's the least important is because we're talking, we're talking about how to build mm-hmm. a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So the connection, the sexual connection, which, you know, you, you know sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Like... You, you should have that respect and that trust and that understanding of each other first before you just jump into it. If you plan, if, I'll say this, if your goal is to have a real relationship, if your goal is to have a short-term relationship, I don't know why you're trying to date in the first place. Exactly. But if that's what you're looking for, then whatever, but sex life comes with a good relationship. No, you want to know. If your goal is having a life relationship with somebody. Like, you want to know you know, a crazy secret? 
So if you want a woman to be crazy for you, create that tension. Right. Be able to create that tension when, when she's sexual. Because she knows she can use her coochie to get whatever she wants. You know? But if you were able to control your urges, and you're like, not right now, girl. Later. She will be like, what the? Like, mm, on. You know, take me. So whenever you do it, and you have built all these things before, mm-hmm. then she's just going to be like crazy for you. Dude, it's so weird that like guys can do that, but girls can't do that. What? And the reason that I say that is like, if a girl makes you wait, it just makes me want to go fuck somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's a just, shitty thing to do. But Don't get does, me wrong. No, yeah. But it's happened. But it's just because you know we're more sexual, like, bro. Like if we are like vibing and everything and like you're dry humping me and say like you're like oh let's wait until like next time or like let's wait a couple more dates or something like that uh, I got more in the back pocket <laughs> like like remember, uh, at this point you got me blue balls and now I just need to let loose like, uh, I mean, and it's a fucked up thing to say and it's a fucked up thing to do but I'm just saying like there's a different power dynamic there yeah I remember uh, right I remember uh, I went on a date for and, most people anyway yeah I went on a date and like it seemed like we were talking we were having a good time and then we went to downtown and we were like dancing and stuff she was rubbing at me and stuff and and I remember she asked me like something about like oh are you gonna kiss me tonight I was like well I don't know you wanna kiss me and that happened right so uh I started kissing her we kind of vibe and stuff then we went back I went back to take her to her car and we started kissing more and more and I knew that, like, the tension was building to a point. But I was like, you know what? Like, I'm really horny and I really want to do it. But at the same time, I don't. Because right. I felt like something different with this girl. So I was like, no, I think I'm going to wait. So I was like, yeah, let's just wait. And then the next day came in. We had a good time again. No sex, nothing. Third day came in. Had a great time. No sex, nothing. And then the fourth date, she actually came to my house. And we were just watching movies and shit. And we were just laying down. And I remember, like, we started kissing and shit and, like, making up. And all of a sudden, she's, like, wearing, wearing like, uh, leggings with no panties. And I remember, like, giving her a massage, right? And all of a sudden, she just pulled her leggings down. And I was like... <laughs> I'm going in, baby. I'm going in. Yeah. So that was... That's good. You know, so it like I build attention, we yeah. are connected, like, and things happen, and it makes it way better. It, it was a good time because you've been you've been waiting. Not only that, but like she actually like it was so good that we she got a hotel room and then we was good. But guys, don't Fuck hook up yeah. just to hook up. I agree, but like you know, like the power dynamic is different between the men and the women. You know, like if a man makes a woman wait a little bit more, they like it, mm-hmm. apparently. <laughs> the thing is that they have to see you, you know? as a savage. That's kind of like the whole idea. And if a girl makes a guy wait, the I guy's like, yeah. I'll go fuck somebody else. Yeah. I'll go jerk off. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's fucked up that people do that, but like it's just the reality of it, you know? Because it's... Well, listen, I man. don't know why. I don't think it's right, but I, you know. How many guys have you, do you know that have been taken advantage when it comes to money and stuff from from, from women? 
I mean, I've heard of some. A lot, right. You know? But whenever the Tinder, the Tinder swindler did it once, now he gets a fucking documentary. Yeah. <laughs> so girls do that shit every fucking day. Yeah. But when a guy does it, we get a fucking documentary. So it's like, it's just like fucking double standards, bro, that we're always talking about. Just double standards. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add to it, Sean? Oh, man. I think we had a good episode. Yeah. This actually went on along a lot longer than I thought it was going to. I knew it was going to go Which is fine. Yeah. Which is great. Well, we need to touch these points because, again, you're not codependent. I'm codependent. Right. So, there's two different... uh, I mean, on each topic, there's different ways to talk about the topics, yeah. different views, different points. So I think this is great because not only we see the like a healthy, healthier side, right, and then the not so healthy side, and how to become a healthier person when it comes to your relationships. So, yeah. Question. Yeah. So I guess next time we're gonna do friends and business partners. Yeah. And I think the last one will be family because I think business partners and friends are going to take a long last time too. So yeah. It's gonna be a they they should. I think I think for us, business partners won't take as long. No. I think friends will take longer. Friends will take longer. Because we're not really at the business level yet, really. I mean, you know, we have a little bit, but. But I think like business partners is more of a contract and just. Yeah. Things like that. that I mean, you still got to have the same goals. You still got to be understanding and compromising Mm -hmm. and all that. But it's just just a little bit of a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. I'm friends. Well, we don't fuck each other, so. (laughs) (laughs) Friends are platonic. (laughs) Remember, guys, fish are friends, not food. And, dude, you know that you're best friends with somebody when you ask us around them. And the more gay you act around them. Dude, the funny thing is, is great as a friendship. That guys say really gay shit, but girls do really gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's hot. I, I know more <laughs> I know more girls that make out with each other than guys that make out with right, each well, other. Like, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, guys yeah. are like, don't fucking touch me. Listen, but dude. I we'll joke about it all listen, day. Listen, dude. You know? I will I wouldn't kiss <clears> you. But if I see two of my girlfriends kissing, I'd be like, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Touch that titty. <laughs> Get up in there. Yeah. Get up in there, yeah, girl. Yeah. 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 All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but if I see you and James kissing, I will be like, what the fuck yeah, is like, wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah. Fucking. You guys are messed up. <laughs> all messed up, yo. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, comments, whatever, let us know. Hope you guys enjoy your Wednesday. Uh, today is Sunday. It's a great day for what I can see outside. Better be. I'm going shooting after this. Damn, dude. Bonding. <laughs> Bonding with my brother. But uh, uh, you can follow Sean at... At that motherfucker Shanzi. At that MF Shanzi. <laughs> and you can follow me at... You want me to do yours too? Yeah. At underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore again. Underscore, not Eddie Garcia. Underscore, and you can follow the In for Greatness podcast at at In for Greatness. That's simple, baby. Guys, we love you. Fucking kill it. We'll see you on the next one. Pam, 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 pam.
Pum, pum.